Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IDP podcast. I am so excited. Like I am literally jumping for joy because I've got and <laughs> T. Lopez here, guys. Let me give you a little introduction of who she is if you don't know, because if you don't know, you better know. T. Lopez is an award-winning recording artist and TV and radio personality. She was tapped by Nouveau TV to host a signature music variety show, The Drop, on its first English language network. She went on to host the award-winning nationally syndicated Latin Nation, which, by the way, that's where I thought I knew I recognized you from. Yes! American Latino and LATV's Wrigley's Five Gun Battle, the band's reality show, where she served as a host, judge, and producer. Triple threat, guys. <laughs> then signed on to be the face and voice of McDonald's McCafe National In-Store Network, the M Channel. T currently hosts PBS World Music Program, Musicology, as well as Dash Radio's weekly live international sh show, Mom Life Yo, which she co-created and co-produces which I listen to, by the way, plug. The singer-songwriter has enjoyed critical acclaim and international success as a member of the female singing group Soluna, touring with Grammy Award-winning superstars Enrique Iglesias and Mark Anthony. As a member of the multi-platinum recording label Cash Money Records, T built an impressively diverse music resume, boasting collaborations with renowned artists as Lil Wayne, T-Pain, and Glasses Malone. She also had a number one hit, Mentirosa, with A.B. Quintanilla and the Cubia Kings in South America, which I Again, I thought I recognized you from that song. So that's, <laughs> I know this person. I know who she is. T's latest single collaboration with Mexican megastar Seacan surpassed 30 million views on YouTube. T's married to Scratch DJ Academy LA founder DJ Hapa, who's got an awesome podcast, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Together, they have two beautiful daughters. They are adorable. Who keep their lives very busy and occasionally join them on tour and on stage. T enjoys sharing with her fans and followers across the globe the in and outs of life in the fast lane as a mom, wife, and woman in limelight. Ah, I'm telling you, I'm freaking out, guys. <laughs> T, awesome. welcome. Thank you for coming I'm on. I'm gonna take you everywhere you go, everywhere I go, and and I'm just gonna be like, no, he's better at introducing me <laughs> than I am. I, hey, I'll go be ahead. a hype man all day. I was gonna say, yeah, come on, get up. So, <laughs> I feel so special. Well, T, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful. I am excited. Um, I think the audience, I, I, I gave the great introduction, but I think they'd love to get a little bit know about more about you and kind of what, you know, we, we all know you're, you're, you're an artist, but tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, kind of everything and what you're doing and what you're working on right now. Well, currently, I mean, you read my bio, so a lot of that are things that I've done throughout. I've had 20 years in this business, so it's been a lot of that. My kids now are five and three, so since I've had my kids, life has changed dramatically, not in the sense that I stopped working, stopped doing anything that I that I, you know, do in, in, my, in the artist realm, in the, in the entertainment business realm, but it definitely put my it shifted my priorities to you know family first and and what I really what my purpose in life is like for I think before that it was more about um the credits on my resume and building those up because that's what you do you're on your grind you're on your hustle mm -hmm. you want to make a name for yourself in a certain business and so you just you go you go you go you go and for me it was always about you know what's the next big thing what's the next big thing and now it's more about me and my family and figuring out what our real purpose is here just on earth on the planet and then going okay how can we make our work life align with that how can we make our personal life align with that oh my gosh you are like preaching to the choir here with that you know that that is something that i know for me 
is, is the most important thing. I tell my staff, I tell my clients, and that it's family always comes first. If, if I don't care if we have a meeting and you just no show on me, just let me know. Family, we're good. My staff, I don't care if we have a huge deadline. If you've got family, I'll deal with the clients. I'll deal with the deadline. I'll figure it out. You know, family always comes first. Cause that, I mean, that's what we, we do this. That's what we do this for. You yes. know, at the end of the day, we do this for our family. You know, I'm working, yeah, I'm working to make money, but I'm working to make the money to be able to take care of my family. Right. And to be able to, and to, be able to spend time with them. Exactly. No, exactly. And that's something that, uh, I don't know if you know this, and it's in the, in the accounting industry where I'm at, it's, 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 it's kind of the opposite. It's all about you put in your dues and you, the more hours you work, it's kind of like a badge of honor not to see your family, not to be at home. It's, it's, oh, well, I spent 80 hours in the office. Well, I spent 90 hours in the office. Oh, well, you know, those 10 hours you could have been working and moving up. The companies don't care. They're, they're trying to get the most out of you. And then they sit there and proclaim this work-life balance kind of thing. And it's just like, yeah, but how can I have a work-life balance if I spend all of my time here? You know, let me tell you something that, that really kind of, my, the final straw for me was why I went out on my own to kind of do my thing was, uh, I went for a job interview uh, to a pretty big firm, one of the big, like, top 10 in the, in the world, you know? So I went in there and I was like, I'm going to do taxes for them, corporate taxes, you know, big, big jobs and everything. I walk into the interview and, and they walk in, the, there's like four people. It's like a panel. They come in and they walk in. And one of the ladies as she's walking in, she goes, it was right after a holiday. She's like, yeah, my kids were telling me that they wanted to, uh, they, they wanted to come into the office with me. And the other guy was like, well, why? Oh, because I spent so much time here. They think that it's fun to be at the office. So they wanted to spend time with me and come into the office with me. And that was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, how can you, you know, and, and I've known personal experiences where people have worked so hard, you know, and, and respect to them. You know, if that's what you want to do and you want to focus on work, you know, that's nothing against you. That, that's your prerogative. But, you know, I've known, I've known people that have worked and worked and worked and gotten to the top. And you think it's going to get easier and it doesn't. And then, you know, 20 years go by and your kids, they don't know you, yeah. you know? And then at that point you're like, oh, well, you're getting older and I want to reach out to them or they've got grandkids. They don't know you. And at that point, it's going to be a lot harder to create that relationship with them than it is kind of doing. So that's why I, I love what you, I love what you're doing. I love what you're about because, you know, that, that's what I see that so much come out in, in, in you know, on Instagram or we can, we connected on Instagram, by the way, we're Instagram BFFs. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> And speaking of Instagram, I saw a story that you had posted about, um, I think it was maybe yesterday. We were trying to take the day off. Yesterday was Sunday. If you guys, I don't know what day we're listening here, but yesterday was Sunday and you were saying that you were like in a, in a, in rest mode and you're trying to hang out with your family, but you know, your brain was working. And I think that the way that we're designed is that, you know, you do, you, you're, you're working hard and you're working toward a purpose, but when you rest and when you have joy with your family and when you're spending that time of laughing with them and your mind is at ease, that's where creativity actually flows is in rest. And that's why I think we're designed to have at least a day or two of rest to spend time to reconnect because that's where you start getting everything kind of creatively coming at you. And, but you know, write it down, but don't attack it until, you know, continue to stay and rest and then attack it when, when it's the, when it's time for business. But yeah, it, it, people think, oh, I can't take a break to hang out with my kids right now because I have all this stuff I got to do without realizing if you actually 
took a few minutes of rest time, play time, and really just be there in the moment with your kids and with yourself, you have no idea what it would do for your work life later when you return to work, because then your mind is clear, your mind is rested, you're actually making good decisions instead of making decisions from this overly exhausted mind that you've been working all week long. Um, so yeah, I, I, but it reminded me of that when I saw you, you were just like, I'm sitting here chilling, but all these ideas keep coming. And that's what happens. And yeah. it happens to me too. And as much as I prioritize my family time and my family life, um, you know, I've said this, I have a new podcast called Mama Morsels. And one of the tips that I've given on there is being present with your family and being present with your self-care and with yourself does not mean, well, quit your job. You know, you got to become a hippy dippy and don't work anymore. <laughs> just live in that space. No, it just means when you're present, you can be really present. And if ideas come, great. Have a little notepad, write it down, let it go. Mm -hmm. And then Monday, come Monday morning, that's where you attack it. Because a lot of ideas that you get come out of that rested space. No, my God, you are so right. You know, I, I never thought about that until just what well, you're saying that now, because I, I feel like the best time that those ideas come is when I'm sitting there playing how to go seek with my daughter who, who, who can kind of waddle walk, you know, cause you know, at that age, it just kind of they, right. they can walk and they can kind of halfway run, you know, and I'll be sitting there playing with her. And then I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> i got a little, uh, on my phone, I just grabbed a little memo and just kind of do a little voice memo. Okay. This yeah. and, right, move on to the next one, you know, and then, cause, cause one thing that I've noticed that we do a lot of, and we're, we're kind of bad about, and I, I've been trying to tell my wife about this is, you know, when we're there with, with, with my daughter, we're there, but you know, you tend to grab your phone and you tend to start going on Instagram and you tend to start going on, on Facebook and you tend to start scrolling through social media. And that's something I told her. I was like, look, I don't, when we're here, all three of us, you know, we're eating dinner or we're just kind of hanging out. Let's put our phones down and really focus on the moment, you know, cause that's something you put a, you put a story up kind of talking about living in the moment and how, you know, you were saying that your daughters are, you can't believe they're so grown now, you know, and it kind of like, you're right. I mean, it, time has flown by so much, but you know, you can't freak out about the time that's flown. You need to kind of focus on the now and enjoy the now because yeah, I mean, that that's what it's about is spending time with my, your family. My kids are losing their teeth. They're, I gave my daughter a hair trim yesterday. It was the first trim ever. I realized after I cut it that it was, she had never had her hair cut before mm -hmm. in her life. And I was like, Oh my God, I was, I remember waiting my older daughter, Ellie, who has so much hair now, mm -hmm. she didn't have hair when she was born. She was bald. And then I waited so long for just this, this amount, like just enough to put in a chongo, just enough mm -hmm. to put in a little ponytail. And at her first birthday, I couldn't even grab it enough. And I remember waiting so long. And it was so precious to me. Cut to now, I'm just, you know, like, oh, let's just trim it because <laughs> there, there's so much of it. And even when she lost her tooth, she's lost her fourth tooth the other day. Mm -hmm. And as, as it came out, we're like happy, jumping up and down. She's so excited. The tooth fairy's coming, all that. And I remembered, I had a flashback to me trying to feed her baby food and realizing that she had a tooth. You know, when your kids are teething and it's the, it's, they're, they're going to have their first tooth. It's such an exciting moment. You, you think it's never going to come because they've been crying for months and months. And you're like, mm -hmm. when is this tooth going to finally pop? And when it does, you're so excited. And it just, it flashed to me. It was like one minute I'm rejoicing over this baby's tooth, you know, barely growing. And then the next moment I'm rejoicing because it fell out 
and it happened so fast. Um, but I do want to say that I, I understand, like for me, it took me a while to get there. It took me a while to be able to live in the present moment with my kids because I come from this industry where you hustle or you lose or so they tell you or so you think mm -hmm. and you got to say yes to everything because if you miss that one event you might miss if you're going to meet that person that's going to change your whole entire life you might miss it if you don't go to every single thing mm -hmm. and or you might miss it if you're not hustling all the time you might miss something and so that's how I was you know that's how they train you that's how you're trained and it kind of feels like a dog eat dog business and mm -hmm. you better be the first one to get there so you're always on and you're always working it took me a long time to break out of that and I think for people who can't understand you know people who work a lot and who actually love what they do because mm -hmm. I actually love working so it was hard for me at first to say well I mean this does feel like play to me because I'm working so it's not like I'm you know at this job that I hate and I can't stop doing it I actually love what I do and I think in those transitional periods when I couldn't understand what people were saying when they were saying just live in the moment and just hang out and I couldn't it didn't compute with me at that time yeah. and my husband and I would would go on vacation and this was before kids we'd go on vacation and we would try and our first steps we would say you know okay, no phones. We're going to have no phones all day today. Mm -hmm. Leave your phone in here. You know, we'd go to Hawaii or we'd go to the Bahamas and we'd go put our, leave our phones in the, in the hotel room. And because of the nature of our business, it's always going. So mm -hmm. there were things happening, you know, he runs several schools. <laughs> so there were things happening that were calling his attention that, and you know, there were things with me happening, like tour dates were getting booked and stuff and they needed to know my answer. Yes or no, because I'm, I'm, I, it is technically a work day, even though I'm vacation. And mm -hmm. you hope that your people have it covered, but you they still need your approval for certain things. Hear me, T. We've got a bad connection, so I don't I don't have you right now. Um, but uh, I do like what you're talking about. Uh, I think it's uh, very valuable information because it, it is hard to to disconnect. And if I'm interrupting you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just know I think we just have we've got a bad connection, and so. Um, no, I, I think, um, you know, kind of talking about that, it's, it's, it's hard to disconnect. It's very hard to disconnect. Oh, and I think we dropped her. So. So things would happen, you know, things would happen, even though I'm on vacation, it's technically a work day. And so we would be out trying to do this, be present with each other thing and be stressed out all day because we know that we're missing things. And so that didn't work for us. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you what our transitional move was that actually really helped us. Cause at the end of the day, like he'd come home and jump on the phone really quick, or he'd be back in the room jumping on the phone. And then we become resentful of each other. Cause then you look like, well, I could be doing that too, but I'm not because we made a promise. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so on vacation and even sometimes now on vacation, because we have, we're, you know, we have businesses that we own and that we run and there are employees under us. We will, if there needs to be, you know, business taken care of, we will choose one hour of the day and it's usually an early hour. So we will say, okay, tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. we work 
So do all the work you need to do on that time. I'll do all the work that I need to do 9am to 10am. That's all we got. And if we need to do it the next day, fine. But we take that hour, we send off all the responses, do everything. Nothing terribly crazy is going to happen within that next 24 hours. So mm -hmm. once all it takes is one hour to be able to be present and eased of our mind for the rest of the day. After that, it really has been, you know, it, it, it was such an important step for us because we figured it out and not everybody's the same. That's just what worked for us. And so to be able to get back to employees that needed our approval on things or, you know, my manager or a schedule that changed, something like that, instead of me not getting back for seven days, sometimes what worked for me to be present was to work for 20 minutes every day and then just let it go because I know that the next day I can work for 20 minutes in the morning and then after that give my full attention to my kids with the sense of a peace of mind that everything's okay for now like it's not getting piled up for the next seven days oh my god I love that idea that is amazing yeah. wow like because that, that happens to be too me and my wife go out and then you know she's she's got she's got a um not a stressful job, you know, but, but, you know, demanding job. And, and, and so there are a couple of times when we're on vacation and she'll get an email or she'll get something. And so next thing you know, we're both kind of two, three hours in, but I, I love that idea just to kind of take one hour in. Um, I know something I started doing at least when I go on vacation is uh, there's an app, there's an app called boomerang that'll pause your emails. I don't know if you, you know about it or not, but it'll pause your emails and you can only send it to you within a specified time you want it to. So that's awesome. something I started doing. It's just like, you know, my emails come in in the mornings, and then that's it for the rest of the day. So you don't get notifications, you don't get anything. And then the next morning, whenever it opens back up, then, you know, then they all start coming in. But then, right. you know, but I you love the fact that you take one hour, you know, because I know for us, it ends up being yeah. three, four hours because you're all over the place trying to kind of do this and that. And you're right, 24 hours isn't, there's nothing that needs to be done right away you know and i mean even if you said a little you know in an email signature or email what's that called <laughs> why can't i think of it like when you the the, the out of um, office the auto the out of out of office auto reply yeah if it says something like you know out of town will reply within 24 hours that's not a crazy amount of time and then you know if emails are coming in in the day that that's the response that they're getting they know that they'll get an email within the next 24 hours you know that your work time tomorrow is from 9 a.m to 10 a.m and after that you're going to be good it just for me it helps me to stay present which sounds it sounds you know like um like it, it doesn't really make sense to say i need to work in order to be present but it, it for me to be able to have that workspace in that just a just that sliver of workspace helps me to just let it go for the rest of the day and hang out with my kids and hang out with my husband no i i mean it's, it's not crazy i i you know because it's right because we all we're running our own businesses you know and that's where we're, we, we i mean unfortunately that's kind of the the downside of entrepreneurship is is you have to be present i mean you're you're the one calling the shots it's, it's your business and you know you call the shots but so, so no, the fact that you get that out of the way, I think is, is brilliant that you set that time. Like, look, we're on vacation, but just this time we'll, we'll get our coffee. We'll open up the laptops and we'll work and, you know, don't talk to me. I won't talk to you. I don't know if you guys do that. That's kind of how I, sometimes I tell my wife, I don't even look yeah. at you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just, we just both 
no, we're kind of in the zone. And it's, yeah. you know, sometimes if I need to throw them an idea that I need to bounce off of them, I can do it then, or I can do it later on in a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, at the pool, but it's more, more chill. Cause it's my husband. It's not like a, a, you know, a business contact I'm having a meeting with. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. I mean, I, I love that idea that, wow. Like that, I, I love it. I mean, you know, that's something I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be, I'm going to start preaching it. And I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, look, look, my girl T told me this. <laughs> This is how it is. So I mean, just even more hype. I'm gonna hype you up even more. <laughs> yeah. And then again, and for me, as as the girls started to get older, as my daughters started to get older, you know, Ellie's in kindergarten, and so she's she's at school. And sometimes when she's out of school, it's one thirty, two o'clock, and I'm still not technically done with what I have to do on that day. I've had to rearrange my schedule to where most days I have to be done at that time. But sometimes. I have one more call or one more meeting. So as long as I let her know and I say, you know, babe, here's from this time to this time, mommy's got to go invisible, but here's what I have planned out for you. And I have, you know, her favorite episode of something or we have these, you know, cool educational games she likes to play on the phone. And then after that, I can let it go as opposed to just constantly texting back all day until dinner time. No, yeah, I love it. You know, for for my daughter, it's uh, her zone out is Plaza Sesamo. She just watches it and just yeah and starts dancing, <laughs> starts dancing and everything. Uh, so I, it's the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, no, that I love it. I mean, and that, that's kind of I think that's great because I mean that that's how you can be in the moment. That that's that's what it that's what it's about is being and, and being in the moment doesn't have to necessarily mean, like you said, you know, just kind of enjoying it there. I mean, we all have our own versions of what that means. As long as we're just happy and relaxed and enjoying life, I think to me that that's what it means. You know, whatever capacity that, where they, like you said, you have to work a little bit or some people have to completely shut off their phones, you know, because I've, I've got a buddy of mine that when he goes on vacation, he shuts his phone off because if he's not, he's working. He's working, right. he's working. He cannot right. disconnect. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. You know, I can, I can take a step back. I can take a step back and I can be like, okay, you know, but I do like that idea of the just one hour of just work and that's it. So Yeah, I think it's whatever works for you. And prior to that, you know, my husband and I, we both would work a lot. And so we'd become resentful of each other on vacation when one of us would pull out our phone. So it worked for us in our situation to just know when that time was. So we expected it of each other. So, so let me ask you this. I don't know if this is going to be a, a, a very loaded question and this, if this is an easy response or not, but, you know, for you getting started in the entertainment industry, kind of, you know, if, if you have, I guess, one piece of advice for people that want to do it, is there, is there one thing that you can kind of say to them? Or is it, is this something that maybe I'll have to book you on another podcast to, no. to talk about? Because I mean, if we're going to do that, I'm okay with that too. No, no, no. I, it's been so long for me in this industry that things keep changing. Okay. And I don't think I expected that at the beginning. I I think, you know, when I first started, especially in music, you get a manager, you sign to a record label, that record label gives you a living stipend so that you don't have to go and work because they want you, because they've signed you now, so they give you some money up front so that you can be constantly thinking about music so that you can put out a good product they hook you up with the producers they hook you up with songwriters if you need them um it's on their timeline that everything is released they they figure out who the you know video director is going to be and you can put in your input and all of that and they hook you up with all of these people like that was your umbrella like that was your parent 
who would guide you through. I mean, we, there were even media training um, sessions that we would do, choreography, fitness, all of that, the label used to help you do. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen anymore. So oh, wow. in the very beginning, now you've got to, you know, find your own producers. You got to make your own. Now you don't even need a label to get put on iTunes. You don't need a label. You don't need radio play even. Before that, if you weren't on the radio, where would you hear the music? You, yeah. couldn't, you wouldn't hear it anywhere. So you had to get on the radio. The only way to get on the radio was through a record label. You know, it was just a completely different system than it is now. And so... I think when I first got into the business, you just assume that it's always going to be that way mm -hmm. and you learn that way. But then when the, <laughs> that way turns into a different way, you're, you're not sure what to do and you're not, you, you know, you start doubting yourself. Like, am I a dinosaur now? I don't belong here anymore. Like this is for a new crowd. And I think, I think my, my advice to someone starting in any industry really is to just stay pliable, stay ready for change, you know, work hard at what you have in front of you, work hard at the system that you have, get to know that, but don't be surprised if everything changes, everything changes by the minute nowadays, you know, online with apps and everything, everything changes. And so I think preparing your mind for that, and not being so surprised that you get caught off guard and thrown way off track would help just knowing that things will pro probably possibly change and it's fine and just mm -hmm. start learning along the way, ask for help when you need it. And I think people would always tell me this before, but I didn't really know how true it was until I went through it. But it takes so long to make an overnight success. <laughs> you know, it. Mm -hmm. people don't realize how many how many ups and downs there are. I think when people have interviews, you see different artists and producers and filmmakers, they have these interviews and you find out the one hard thing they went through, but they still kept going anyway. And you prepare your mind for like, okay, I can get through one big thing. And you have no idea how many 47 smaller things they went through. That's just the one that they talk about. That was the one they, that hit the hardest. Mm -hmm. But there were days you know, where Monday was awesome and you had a show and it was greenlit. And then on Thursday, it, it, it all went crashing down. But on Friday, something else happened. So now you, you know, there were all those little things that happened as well. And I think just knowing ahead of time that that's going to happen and that it's okay and that there will be peaks and there will be valleys and the valleys are actually not to be wasted. You can't waste those times when you're down because those are the times, those are the biggest learning lessons. That's, those are the times when you have the time to just stop and recalibrate, reconfigure everything and then go again. And it will, when you do that, when you take advantage of your downtime, it will make your downtime a lot shorter. When you don't take advantage and you just see it as a setback or just maybe this isn't for me or, you know, you get stuck there and it prolongs your downtime and it takes so much longer to get back up. Um, so I think, I think that those two things would be my major advice. Always stay pliable, ready for change. Know that change is, is okay and it's part of the process. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're not meant for it if everything you learn changed because it's always going to happen. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is to just not waste your valleys, not waste the downtimes. Really 
pay attention to those and understand that those are part of the process. It's not a yes or no. It's just, it goes like this and it's part of the process. Take advantage of it so that your valley time is a lot shorter. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, wow. Yeah, no, that, that, is, that is such great advice because that's something that, uh, you know, primarily entrepreneurs come and talk to me and then they have one setback and they're like, Oh, I can't do this. I'm done. It's like, well, that's not what it's about. You've got to keep pushing forward. I mean, is this what you, you're passionate about this? You, this is your purpose. You know, that's what you told me. You want to help people. You want to do this, or this is what you're, you feel you're meant to do on this earth. But don't let one setback. The setback is just, is that it's a setback. It's not just, right. you know, it's, it's not for you to stop. And, and you've got to, I, I, I mean, I think you hit it on the, on the head. You said it way better than I would much more eloquently <laughs> than I would. I just say, well, just I think, going. and I think when you find your purpose, you know, if you, if what you want to do is help people, for instance, and say that's financially, say mm -hmm. you want to help people financially, great, then hold on to that, but don't get attached to the surface jobs that you have doing that, you know, say you want to help people financially and you, you have a job at a bank and then you lose that job. It's not about you not being able to help people financially. It's just about you now have to do it in a different way mm -hmm. or you're still doing it at home. If that's your purpose, your purpose, purpose, mm -hmm. then it's not just attached to a job title. Then if you're doing it, you're doing it all the time. You're helping your mom with her taxes. You're helping mm -hmm. your sister with her family budget. You're mm -hmm. teaching your kids how to do it. If it's your purpose, you're always doing it. So when you switch from job to job, it doesn't feel like a loss of identity. It just feels like a loss of one phase in that purpose and you're moving on and you're growing oh my god your job is not your identity yes that, no that of all the things you said i think that that's the most valuable right there is your job is not your identity we we value too much a job title for our identity right not right not because i mean you can go and get another job somewhere else with a different job title doing the, it doesn't matter it's all about you you said your purpose that that's what it's about as long as the job fits in with your purpose well and learning that it was is a hard it's a hard learned lesson yes. you know it's not it's not like i was i i wasn't born with that epiphany like I had to learn that because I, I did attach my identity to every job that I had and I at the very beginning I was concentrated mostly on music so when my music career wasn't doing as well or, or was going really badly actually mm -hmm. I would have an identity crisis because I'd go well am I I thought I was a singer am I not a singer or you know yeah. what am I who am I now and um, I had to just find the thing for me that was going to stay and stick no matter what job title I had. So I actually did this recently, even in my Instagram, mm -hmm. um, in my Instagram bio, because prior, even last year, two years ago, it would say, um, and it still might at the bottom, but it would say, you know, singer, speaker, radio host, TV host, you know, it was all these things, because those are technically the titles mm -hmm. but I stopped and I thought okay what do I in order to make my mind less clouded if I'm offering someone a service if they're going to collaborate with me on a project or hire me to do to host their show whatever what have you what is the what is the one service in all of these things that I provide and for me I had to dig deep I had to do some soul searching and I think for me it has I came down to one word and for me that was hope and last year, I really had to think about this to just get down to one, one 
thing that I do or one thing that I impart, one thing that I, that I hope that people get from me and that I hope to spread around. And I, when I listen to people's stories of overcoming, when I listen to, you know, the way people grew up and how the odds were against them and they still continued on, when I hear a mom saying it's been really hard for her, but she created this business and she took her kids along for the ride and it's working out, it gives me hope that, you know, I can do it. And if I'm listening to that on a hard day for me, that really helps me. So I hope to give that as well. So I changed my you know this the, the service that I provide in my mind mm-hmm. for me is now what I hope people get from me so it says igniting conversations of hope and inspiration on camera and behind the mic so whether I'm doing that in music or TV mm-hmm. or or at lunch with a friend of mine mm-hmm. or you know I work a lot with St. Jude whether I'm doing it there no matter where I'm doing it that's the one thing that's consistent it's my constant and it keeps me from feeling like Oh, I just, you know, I'm not doing that project anymore. And now I'm doing this. So I have to change everything up. I don't like, that's what I do. Whether I'm doing it with in a collaboration with your company or for myself on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I love it. No, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's something, you know, to be honest with you, that's something I'm working on right now is trying to hone in that specific, you know, because yeah, I offer all these services, but what do I really offer? You know, services, yeah but it's just like you know and maybe what you really offer isn't something that you broadcast maybe you maybe in your mind you're you're saying you know i want to offer people security and who they really are or more more time for them to enjoy their families maybe that's not what you what your bio says or your business card says mm-hmm. but you just know that and if you know that it's easy to attach yourself to certain projects because you know that they align with that and it's easy it's a lot easier to say no when it is just going to distract you from your main purpose. And then you have more time. You have more time to spend with your family and the things that you actually do end up picking up, they are really worth it mm-hmm. for you. And you're really... Imp- no, I, that is, yeah. I, you, I mean, you're just dropping knowledge bombs left and right. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, yeah, you know, I, I, I might have to charge people to listen to this episode. <laughs> good stuff you drop in here um i okay uh i do want to so you just recently released a song correct or am i am i wrong or, or um there's been a couple releases in the past year but okay. which song were you talking about there was one that, that i saw you did a video uh i watched the video because my daughter was dancing to it um about uh the the uh the farm workers and how you were kind of talking yes. about your family yes that, that's the name of it. Is that the newest one you've, you've, you've released? It's not the newest one, okay. but I, I kind of did a re-release around Cesar Chavez Day because that it has a lot to do with why I wrote it. Okay. Um, but yes. Okay. Now, I just want to say, if you guys haven't listened to it, top notch. For those of you listening to the audio, I, I, I highly recommend it. So, Thanks. And that was one of those songs. What's so funny is, you know, I'm a songwriter, and sometimes it takes me, honestly, sometimes it takes me months to write one song because it you know things come up ideas come up and I'm like nope that's not it or I think it's not good enough and I keep restructuring it and there are some songs that just come like that that was one of those songs that just came very easily 
and it came from a place of you know a, a lot of times my best songs I feel like would come from when I'm just driving because you're so zoned out you're not trying really hard mm -hmm. and sometimes I go in the studio and I'm trying really hard like you're in the studio with Timbaland you're trying yeah. really hard and sometimes that's the block because you're trying so hard and you're not just letting it flow but it's hard it's it's hard because you want it to flow but you're you're <laughs> you're intimidated and you want to impress people yeah. but I feel like when my brain is at a moment of rest when I'm like just driving ideas will just come and I'll just pick up you know my voice note recorded a little bit but that was one of those songs it just came very easily and I I wrote it about you know my family my my mom's side of the family came from Mexico and they you know my grandpa my grandma they all worked in the fields my mom did too picking strawberries and I, you know, with my grandma there, when she first came here to this country and, you know, me growing up, knowing her as I was little watching her, she, she has such grace and such, you know, she could always just make something out of nothing, but she was always very safe and doing everything that she was doing. She wanted to definitely stay within the lines because that's just the way they were raised when they were to come here they didn't want to make any waves mm -hmm. and my mom was one that was the exact opposite <laughs> she just wanted to bust <laughs> through everything and I always wished that I had that type of strength I think I fall somewhere in the middle but what I really knew what I wanted to do with my life and with um with the price that was paid before me you know I feel like all that happened they came and they worked hard mm -hmm. and they did that kind of work and I'm and I get to just get up on stage and sing some songs to make money you know they did all of that they they laid down this foundation just so I could have a fun job here as a Latina in the United States and and so with that I didn't want to just survive out here I want to thrive and I wanted to show us as as the Latino culture that that's what we're here to do you know I feel like a lot of times we're not trying to disturb anybody and I think we're here and we got to get out of that mentality and, and just really go for it. No, I mean, I agree 100%. You know, my, my grandma, both of the, or at least on my dad's side, she had missing fingers from working in the factories in Chicago, you know, wow. working 12 hour days and stuff. You know, my grandpa just going where the work was, Chicago, California, Colorado, you know, just going around and everything. And you know, giving my, my parents, uh, uh, trying to give them a better life. And so my parents as well, you know, they, they were born over there. They came here first, you know, so I'm first generation born here, but that's the same thing. I'm trying to kind of live my best life, you know, trying to, like you said, not survive, but thrive, you know, yeah. because yeah, I mean, they've worked hard to give me this life. You know, they, 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 my dad was working at one point, like my, my dad worked a lot, but he was always present every soccer game, every soccer tournament, he would work overnights and then go and then stay up all night. So he worked during the day, then work a second shift overnight, show up at seven in the morning or eight in the morning, pick us up. Let's go to an all day soccer tournament that I had. We'd go there, coach the game. And then wow. 10 o'clock at night, when we're finally done with everything on the way home, he'd finally get to sleep. You know what I mean? And so it's yeah. like, you see that, you know? And so it's like, I, I want to do, you know, I want to do for me, but same thing, you know, for the, you know, the community, it's like, you know, well, we're here, we're here, we, we want to thrive, you know, like you said, we don't want to survive. So I think that's perfectly put, see, perfectly put, but, uh, you know, we're coming up to the end of it. Uh, I do want to say thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Like I said, you have dropped some 
just boom, mind blowing stuff. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be so very bad. valuable. Um, and then, uh, so what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to post all your website, your Instagram, uh, and then I guess if you have any other social media, we'll post it up on down low. Uh, you can listen to us on on uh, podcast, YouTube, and I think that's it. I mean, uh, Teaser, anything else you'd like to say before we head out? I just want to say thank you so much for having me, and I really appreciate your voice. I think that it's really important for us to, you know, especially in a time now where we are able to put our voice on a, on a platform if we can. And some people are intimidated by that and, or they think that, you know, there's, there's so many other people are saying the same thing that I want to say. And you can't, you can't let that get in your way because I think that certain people, you know, you, you, you find a like-minded person that you, that's saying the same thing maybe somebody else is, but I like the way you're saying it better. So I actually get tips from you that I, that, you know, are really feeding me and, and helping me in my life. And so I think that's important to do. And I appreciate that you were, you were courageous enough to just make this big platform and, and to really speak and, yeah, I love that. And I appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So, all right, guys, we'll let y'all go and y'all have a wonderful day. Thanks.
Bye.